guys so before we get started today there's a couple of things i want to talk about um the first is we are not going to be having a co-host every week uh just because there's a lot of people who have asked and they just can't find the time right now mostly because school is starting back up again and people are still traveling and they've got work and trying to figure that all of that out so it's just gonna be me and i'll try not to make it as boring as possible i promise but um yeah so we're gonna have a different format and yeah so the other thing is that you can now find our my podcast on google Podcasts, spotify breaker and radio public oh and of course anger which is probably what you're listening on right now but thank you so much for helping us and yeah so let's get started this time so today we're going to be talking about baking because honestly i really like baking and it's just been a hobby of mine and i think quarantine has definitely helped me get into that so i guess there's a pattern that my mom called me out on that i used to bake every once a month just like out of the blue like every month i'd bake something different it'd be cookies it'd be brownies um sometimes it'd be cake even though cakes just do not go well well with me for whatever reason and yeah so i don't really know what's up with me and cakes um i've made cupcakes i've made cake pops uh what else have i made i can't think of oh i've made ice cream sandwiches so let's see first time i made ice cream sandwiches they were way too salty because if you're a baker like me you know that cocoa powder especially the hershey cocoa powder is very bitter and a lot of the time sugar is helped added to you know make chocolate sweeter which is really good but I guess the sugar just didn't cut it for whatever reason I'm guessing the butter didn't either so it's it was a little weird and it was definitely an interesting experience so I'm gonna retry those soon and maybe you're wondering why cakes don't work out with me so well well basically I made one cake last year when I had COVID back in December of 2020 and I'll get to that story of how how I got COVID in a second but I was baking this cake and I got it from a Harry Potter recipe and my sister's trying to help me and a lot of the times I like to bake by myself because I know exactly what I need to do I can read the directions and you know not just a lot of distractions and all that so apparently I misread uh how much baking sp- powder and baking salt i think it was i don't think that's right but i know it was one of them and i accidentally did tablespoon into this teaspoon so the cakes they rose out of the oven and it was just burning so bad so i had to let them cook all the way through because when you're baking something and it's just kind of like going everywhere you can do your best to try and stop it while it's baking, but if you don't let it bake all the way through, you're just going to have a really big, giant mess because, you know, it's still baking in the oven. <laughs> so I learned that the hard way, and I couldn't smell it. So my mom was in the kitchen with me, and she said, what's that smell? And I couldn't smell anything because at the time, I didn't realize I had COVID. So I was like, I don't know. I can't smell anything. She's like, 
what okay so she goes over to the oven and the cakes are just spilling out and so we put a giant sheet pan underneath to like control it and not to be in the grates so after we let it cook all the way through uh i'm just standing there trying to figure out how i'm gonna get the cakes out first off now i've got to clean the oven and i've got to clean the floor because the cake that was burnt onto the grates burnt so bad that they were just crust it was it was horrible i let me tell you it was just so bad so we had to put that so just get a vacuum and just start rooming up the kitchen and stuff and yeah it was a mess but the cake actually turned out really well i was really surprised by that it tasted so good because i also made this frosting and this filling and the frosting and the filling made that cake so good i'm definitely trying to make that cake again it just, I cannot tell you how good it tasted. It was just out of this world. And the weird part is, is that every time I bake a chocolate cake, it doesn't end well. But this time, I made a vanilla bundt cake. And the vanilla bundt cake, the pan was very old. It might have been from like, I don't know, the 2000s. Well, we're in that, but you mean like the early 2000s. And so the, and so I didn't flour the pan so the bottom half kind of got stuck to the cake but that the bun cake was super good and i wish i had made a chocolate one that day because i'm definitely going to make a chocolate bun cake one day because chocolate is my absolute favorite and i mean it's chocolate what why not you know it's just it's just chocolate so uh yeah but then for my birthday i also made a cake yeah, I know you're probably not supposed to make a cake for your birthday, but I was really determined to get this cake right. And I did. Now, it didn't taste the best to me, which I'm probably going to start finding a different site to um, find my recipes on. And if you have any suggestions, please let me know because I am willing to try anything at this point because my desserts are just not coming out as the best as they were in the beginning. But I made my cake purple because it's, you know, it's purple. Why not? I like purple. I made it two-tier cake and I had whipped cream frosting. And the whipped cream frosting is actually really, really good. It's not sweet. It's not as sweet as regular frosting and it doesn't taste artificial. And, you know, when you're in elementary school, you just get like those fake cupcakes and you know, for your birthday or the sugar cookies with all the frosting. Well, I started not to like the artificial flavored uh, frosting. So I started to try different ones. So I tried buttercream and that was way too sweet. I tried cream cheese and it just was also way too sweet. So I wanted to give whipped cream a try. So I tried just plain whipped cream on cupcakes that I made and I had made chocolate cupcakes and they turned out delicious, like a chef kiss right there. I'm not kidding, dude. That was awesome. I'm definitely making those again, but back to the point, I wanted to try whipped cream frosting because I'd heard of it, but I'd never made it, so I made my own, and you basically, what you do is you take uh, sugar, now you have to take convectional sugar because it melts more, not just regular granulated sugar, um, and then you take a giant tub of Cool Whip and vanilla pudding, like vanilla pudding mixture, like the four ounce packs from Jello, you know, those things. You put that all in and you just start folding it with your spatula and it just, it tastes like banana pudding 
just a tiny little bit but it is delicious like it's not too thick it's not too thin it's not too sweet it's just the perfect amount of whip of frosting for anything and i think that is one of my favorite things of all so yeah but i've definitely started baking a lot more like recently i just baked cookies for august so i made chocolate chip ones and i didn't make them like i normally would which is uh you know from scratch but yes actually no two days ago it was national chocolate chip cookie day and we did not have chocolate chips because i made uh edible cookie dough which is really good because if you don't know if you eat cookie dough that has eggs in it a lot of it you can get salmonella and it's not um it's not good for you at all but you're probably wondering like why would somebody put that in ice cream or you know when you go to an ice cream parlor well when they do that it's not actually made with eggs it's if you look on the box like the ice cream probably portion is probably made it's you know it's made with milk sugar and it's you know just made but the cookie dough is not made with eggs so that you don't get a disease and there's not a lot of and even if it is made with eggs it's not a lot of portions of cookie dough in the, your ice cream that way you won't get sick of eating too much of it which is really interesting to me because i just recently learned that and if you also eat like raw batter like okay that's fine just don't eat so much of it because you will get sick it's because of the eggs so like you know when you're making your brownies you have and you put eggs in it your eggs are raw so that's why a lot of people like cook them or hard boil them like not for baking obviously but you know, that's just when you're baking, you just, you have raw eggs, and then it cooks with all the other. So, yeah, so that's my spiel about raw eggs. I'm probably boring all of you right now, and I'm very sorry about that. But tell me what your favorite thing to bake is, and I will try and bake it, because I am definitely looking for new recipes, like I said, and different sites that I want to try, and, uh, you know, my grandma, she's allergic to nuts, so I have to be very careful with what I'm using or else, um, you know, cross-contamination and she could, you know, be in the hospital using her EpiPen and it's, yeah, it's just not a fun experience. So we just, I have to, I have to be mindful of that. And yeah, so I know a lot of people have become allergic to nuts and, you know, are allergic to all these different things and people are like, I can't bake anything because of this, you know? Well, here's my advice. Try and look for recipes that you know you can eat. So like, say your grandma has this 50-year-old recipe and it has been in your family for generations to generations and you know that you can eat those cookies, you know? Let's say they're cookies, right? You know you can eat those because they don't have nuts in it, it's not gluten, it's nothing, right? Go and ask your grandma to find that recipe. Then you can bake it with her. Let her, like, have that day with your grandma to just bake and have fun, relax, and enjoy that because you're going to want to hang on to those memories because baking is just not, you know, a one-person thing all the time. I mean, my mom has told me so how countless times, words are hard today, folks, but my mom has helped me countless of times, and so has my grandma, to make sure that I get these recipes right. I'm not rushing into it. And so has my dad. You know, one of my favorite dishes to make 
is cauliflower fried rice and it's not baking obviously it's cooking but it is so good i cannot explain the words it is just delicious and it doesn't taste like cauliflower it actually just tastes like rice it's really weird but really good and my dad has helped me you know my grandma my mom you just want those connections so that baking doesn't feel like a burden it doesn't feel like a one person hobby thing you want it to be special and you want to make these memories and i think that's definitely something that is really important you know especially with covid you know we've made so many different memories of self-isolation and hanging out with our families and you know there's a lot of drama that's been going on on in the world with covid the delta variant now like that's just popped up all of a sudden everyone's like oh we're free you know well now we got a new thing on our hands and we're just gonna attack that like how we normally would and i think it's just best to keep going strong and i think that's a lot of energy that people just need right now just that happiness and that spark just to find something that they brings joy you know baking helps me relax and i mean my airpods weren't working for whatever reason and it just made me so frustrated because i have school starting up and i need headphones you know to listen to videos on my computer that i'm gonna get well if my airpods aren't working how am i gonna play these videos what if i need them in class for just some random assignment i don't know that yet you know i need these things to work and i just baked those cookies and it just calmed me and just to reassess that situation and just go in with a positive mind you know a lot of people like to um you know take photos like my sister she is an amazing amazing photographer and she is only in seventh grade and she uses her phone i like i cannot explain how many pictures she has done that have came out so well it just shocks me she is such a knack for that and i think she is going to go so far if she continues to follow her passion and if that is like she it's just going to make such a great career for her she has done all of these amazing photos she's done it like my little cousin and her they like to play legos a lot so they wanted to make this video of legos and you know, like the stop motion ones you see on TikTok or YouTube or whatever, right? Well, she made one of those just for herself and my cousin and just showing me and stuff. But those pictures were so amazing. It did not look like a five-year-old took them or, you know, a 30-year-old man took them. No, it looked like a professional 27-year-old took those photos and it just had me in complete shock i was i was ooing and awing over them just like she does with all my baking desserts and i just probably went off on a crazy tangent but i mean i'm just i gotta give my sister some credit she is just amazing and definitely with her photography she's gonna go a long way like she should do a yearbook this year i think she would be perfect you know i mean maybe you know using a digital camera you know the first ones that came out I mean, that's probably going to be a different challenge, but she is going to do awesome. So, okay, well, there is my rant for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys like our new style. If you don't, I'm sorry. It's just the way of the world right now. So please have fun. I hope you come back and listen to our next episode of Grow With A Plan. Bye, guys.
Oh, 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 oh,